What's up, guys? Welcome to the sports podcast of The Den. Um, today we're starting talking about the basketball, or NBA, I should say. And um, my name is Robert. And this is Adam. And this is Steven. And today we have some topics that we're going to be talking about in the NBA. So the first topic we're going to be talking about here, or should actually, hold on. Should we mention how... Um, we wanted to do this because, yeah. All right, yeah. We'll, we'll start from the top. Yeah, Adam, you give that you give that intro right now. <laughs> well, can I just start talking? No, no. Okay. All right, guys, <laughs> welcome to the den. Yeah, uh, yeah we I got guess. four best friends here that have been arguing sports for years, and we finally realized that we needed to make this happen and start a podcast. Um, it, there's going to be a lot of entertainment here, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So there's four of us here. There's uh, myself, Adam, Michael, Steven, and Robert. And we tried to think about what would be the best uh, subject to start with. And seeing that there's so much madness right now in the NBA, we decided that we would start with some uh, NBA talk. So free agency just started, and it, pretty much all the players are signed now, the major players. So what do you guys think about the free agency? Who won the, M- the NBA free agency? Which teams? Minnesota, uh, I'd say. This is Mike. Um, Warriors. Okay, but um, who, who did Minnesota <laughs> sign as a free agent? This boy, Mike. I mean, I don't think they just got. Uh, he wasn't <laughs> on, a free Mike. agent. They just got Jimmy. Yeah, I would say Boston, Boston definitely, definitely landed won the, the best free agency free agent. signing Gordon Hayward for sure. Yeah, the Timberwolves. The and Timberwolves the signed uh, Jeff T. and they signed and they traded for Jimmy Butler. Jimmy D. So they've got a solid team, and they also signed Taj Gibson. Right. So they have a solid five now with Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. They're looking pretty good. Did you guys see that Cat was actually ranked higher in 2K compared to uh, Kyrie and um, yeah, what was Joel it Embiid? Yeah, that's. I thought that was very interesting as well. Who'd you say? We'll get, we'll get to Kyrie yeah, a little bit later. Yeah, we'll get to sucks. Kyrie eventually. <laughs> so um, a team that I think that definitely <laughs> lost in free agency are the Clippers because um, they lost Chris Paul. And if you think about it, is Doc Rivers that good of a coach? He, he took the Celtics to the finals, but they also had three great players. Everybody was talking no. about well, that Rondo was a troublemaker and that – it was all Rondo's fault, but now that Chris Paul was on the Clippers, they had all these problems, and they're now they're saying it's Chris Paul's fault. But actually, it may be Doc Rivers' fault that this is all happening. They, um, they went and signed Gallinari because they lost Chris Paul. But I think, they're, I think that their team is going to go down because we know how the Warriors play. It's all three-point shooters with wings, athletic wings, and the Cavs. Now the, now the Clippers have three players... Gallinari, Griffin, and Jordan, they're, they're not going to do anything, I don't think, in the West. What do you guys think? No, the Clippers are terrible right now. The Clippers are not going anywhere. With Doc playing how he is, especially favoring his son in uh, um, Austin Rivers, who was, I mean, in my opinion, who was, was pretty good in college. But then when he came to the NBA, I just felt like he was not NBA ready at all. Anyway, that's besides <laughs> the point. The point is, is that he's favoring his son for sure. 
And on top of that, it's just I think the players see that, and so like they lose the motivation. I mean, you see what JJ Redick said. JJ Redick said, was saying that how he sees that his players don't have like that love or that passion to to win games. It's like they're just going out there, not even wanting no, like no motivation at all. So, I mean, it just shows that that players are not trusting each other and they want to leave. I mean, I can see why Chris Paul, you know, he didn't leave in for a big contract. He left because he just wanted to get out of there. So it's interesting. Yeah. Oh, why yeah. is he? Why do exactly. you? Why do you guys think he's favoring too. his his uh, son Austin Rivers? Well, first off, first off, I don't think I don't think his son is very good to begin so with. So how's how's he no, favoring him? Like I know the reports about him walking around in the locker room like like a big shot and all that, but where's his favorite? The Clippers GM been wanting to get rid of Austin Rivers for so long, but the thing is, Doc has always made some excuse to keep him. Obviously, I mean, I understand it's his son. Like I get that you want to coach your son. But at the same time, you need to do what's best for the organization. If they're not, I mean, like, last look at the last playoffs. What do they do? They barely even competed. They can't even compete with these top teams. What's the point? They need to go in some other type of direction. I would understand if there was a trade where, okay, they're going to get someone like, you know, True. I don't know, I don't, I won't say Jamal, but um, who's another shooter? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who could they yeah. trade for Austin Rivers? They don't really have any trade pieces left, though. Well, Nobody I don't think they should have re-signed Blake Griffin to begin with because he's not – he's yeah. he's injury-prone. He's not yeah, the type they of player. For him. All, the, all the good forwards right now are athletic forwards that can play, like, three, four, and five. And he can't, he can't shoot. He can't do anything besides just dunk on people. Right. So speaking of big guys, what about the heat? What about the heat, uh, the heat uh, and their oh free agency? They signed, what did they, they sign? Uh, Deion Waiters, I think it was like four years, 70 million. And then they just that's signed Olenek to 50 million. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what teams do when they lose out on a big player. Yeah. Like when they lost out on Hayward, they got desperate. So they, they spent 120 million on two players that aren't, that may be average starters. Man, this is crazy for the NBA, how they're doing all these max deals. Like, I understand because they renew their contracts with a lot of the television or with a lot of the broadcasts. And so that's why, like, their their contracts are going skyrocketing now. But, like, it's I think it's crazy how some of these players are getting paid this much. I mean, think about it with other compared to other sports. Like, NBA players are worth a lot more than, like, like some NFL players who go through war, basically, for how much they, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, heck yeah. Millsap what else should they do with the money? Exactly. What else are they going to do with the money? Who are they, who else are they going to pay? They're not going to be able to sign these big guys like LeBron and Paul George. They have to sign someone. I know, but that's, that's not what I'm trying to say, though. I'm just saying it's pretty ridiculous the NBA is going that direction where they're signing these guys with max contracts like that. It's, it's, it's just a lot of money for for what it used to be. Another another team that I would say that definitely lost. I don't know what they're doing. Are the Knicks? The Knicks had a chance. The Knicks had a ch- first off. Uh, I don't know why they they yeah. put Phil Jackson as their president. <laughs> they finally fired him, but they fired him after the draft when they when they um, they drafted Frank Nicolina from France, and they could have had Dennis Smith Jr. Yes, Dennis. I Smith mean, no Jr. one expected Dennis Smith Jr. to to perform like he did. Like seriously, no one thought he was going to go into <laughs> summer league and just destroy everybody. They, I mean, they hyped him pretty much. Yeah, uh, they hyped him a lot. Uh, I heard the Celtics were choosing between Tatum and Dennis Smith. Tatum was a better fit for them, though. I don't. And then the Knicks, then they signed uh, Tim Hardaway to seventy yeah. million. They just had him. They just had yeah. him two years ago, and now they signed yeah. him back. Tim oh my Hardaway. goodness! Oh my 
Four years, seventy one million is good. What are you saying? No, I'm, no, no, no. To that, Tim that Hardaway type of friend, but not franchise type, but that type of contract. That's what I'm saying, though. For four years, seventy-one million. Saying, you who, think this guy deserves seventy-one million? Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying, who else are they gonna pay? Not I mean, him for seventy-one million. Else. They're gonna suck regardless. They have to pay him. That's ridiculous. He's a good player. Who else are they gonna pay? There's no other pieces for them to get. They have to start somewhere. All right, so we were Robert was just talking about Jason Tatum. So, what do you guys think about the draft? Personally, I I'm not buying on Markel Fultz. At first, I was a little upset that the Celtics traded that pick away, but now that I'm seeing, I mean, honestly, I would have rather had Lonzo Ball from what I've seen Ooh. in the summer league than have Markel Fultz. He played. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but he, I mean, from what you've seen, how many games have you seen from Markel Fultz and uh, Lonzo Ball? Because all the games I've seen, Markel's done better overall. Mike. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mike. There's a reason. His first game. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Mike's about to get squashed right. right now. Look, Mike. there's a reason why this guy won Summer League, and there's a reason why this guy almost averaged a triple-double, okay? I don't know which games you Did were you see watching, the Markel Fultz there's games? a reason why. He was projected to do just as much or better. He was hooping. Yeah, and then what, what he did he hurt. do? What did Fultz do? It's not his fault. He got hurt. Okay then, sucks for him that he gets hurt. I'm saying, it's I'm my saying, fault. he can't compete with summer league competition. Compete? With, or what are you saying? Markel Fultz can't compete. <laughs> Mike, with the point is, look, the point is, the point is, Lonzo Ball, <laughs> in my opinion, and, and for you listeners out there, I I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm a little bit biased for this side. But fast, the stats definitely speak for themselves in terms of Lonzo Ball has definitely performed the last or the last couple of games. It was sad that he wasn't able to play the finals games, but it was all right. Lakers came out the win, especially with Kuzma, the way he's been playing. He shows a lot of promise for the Lakers. But in terms of Lonzo Ball, I think it's really good direction for the Laker organization now that they have a, a point guard that's able to distribute the ball and run the run the floor. Unlike D'Angelo <clears throat> Russell, who's he's a great player as well. But I think it's just in with the Lakers system, the way the direction they want to go, it's not it's not mm-hmm. they don't fit together. So I think that in my opinion, Lonzo Ball is going to have a better career overall than Fultz will, because I feel like Lonzo is a definitely more complete player than than Fultz will be in the future. I don't I don't, I don't think know if you guys watched any of the, the Celtics games, but after watching Jason Tatum, that guy has a little bit of Kevin Durant in him. Kevin Durant. OK. The guy? He needs to work. He needs to be better off the dribble, though. He definitely has a shot. I think off the dribble he needs to work on. He's like six eight, six nine. He can dribble and he can shoot over on top of people. And he's looking like a, he's looking like a pretty good player right now. Yeah, we'll see he, what he can he do. Looks pretty good. I mean, he. But he I don't, I don't see Mark. I don't see Markel Fultz. I don't see what he can do. I mean, he came from Washington. He came from a, a low end program. He couldn't even get yeah, them. I think the they went like nine. Bro. They went like nine and twenty in their league. They didn't do anything. He couldn't get them to the. Even when when Washington dance. played against UCLA, if you look at the scores, the first game they wiped them out, and I think the second game was pretty similar as well. So I mean, like it just shows. I mean, then again, UCLA has a better program than Washington, but still, Fultz was like I think he put up like twenty points. I think that the second time around that they played, and I think the the first time he barely did anything. It's just like I'm saying. There's a lot of hype around this guy, Fultz. He hype? still has a lot to show, but then again, hype, it's only summer league. Hype around Fultz compared to Lonzo Ball? 
I mean, the only reason. No. Yeah, Alonso uh, exactly. has been way That's more what I'm saying. Like, because if Lavar was not even there, like Alonso Ball wouldn't have had as much hype as he did. All right, guys. So let's talk more about this BBB brand, Big Baller brand. Lavar Ball has made a huge noise within the NBA. This guy takes it by storm. But for real though, what do you guys think about this? Because honestly, I think it's a huge influence that he's making on the NBA in terms of fashion. You know, the shoes that he's doing. I think, and as I well think, as the, I think Alonzo Ball is the next big star in the NBA. Bigger than Steph. Alonzo Ball is all bigger than hype. Steph. I'm trying to bigger tell than you Harden, right now. Bigger than Westbrook. Alonzo Ball is all bigger hype. than Durant. Like he's a good, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> he is a good player. He's a great player. He will player. not be great. He's not a great Mike, player. He will he strap is, you up and give you buckets. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he's gonna give me. If he's giving me buckets, he's definitely giving you buckets. I'll tell you that right now. Mike, right. did you see how tall you? Did you measure yourself last night? Did you see how t- this boy would <laughs> dunk on you so easily? How tall is Steph Curry? Does it matter how tall he is? Did you? All right then. Steph Curry's taller than you though, Mike. Right. But we can both shoot. <laughs> but we can both Mike. shoot. That's what it comes down to. It's how you play Did the game. Did you guys game. see on the internet yesterday that uh, Lavar Ball, they walked off the court because the ref called a bad call? He forfeited, yeah. Okay, this is all I have I to say. That. That, that was ridiculous. That man, that man is one selfish, selfish. <laughs> <laughs> that man is so. No, the thing is, he definitely has some type of ego. with that man? <laughs> he definitely has some type of ego man, to come off the court so like that. He's the coach, and he's telling the players to leave the court when the players play and the coach is coached. What the heck is wrong with that guy? That guy is an absolute idiot. Listen, he, was, he was wearing slides listen. and like... <laughs> yeah. LeVar Ball was like, is an absolute genius, all right? He is an absolute genius. He knows how to play the media. He knew that if he would do something crazy like that, it'd be the next headline in, you know, top of ESPN. And guess what? We're talking about it. That, I mean, like, that that's true, though. I mean, I really, as much as we make fun of him, as much as we make, like, all the different things that he does on media and yelling and all this, it's working. He got on PTI. He's got on ESPN uh, uh, shows and all this. Like, it's it's crazy to think that man can do all this dramatic type stuff, but it's working. I mean, look at his brand. I'm sure his brand is growing even more now because of the way he's been acting. Everyone's feeding into it. His, everyone's feeding into and, it. Go ahead, Steve. And his son is the next big superstar in the NBA, too. No, he's not. Are you crazy? Mike. No, I all think... All this hype. He like, got MVP even, Summer League. Did, did Steph Curry exactly, do as good as him in Summer League? That's what I'm talking about. I don't about. think so. How does, a guy get, how does a guy get MVP of the Summer League when there's like five different people in the Summer League that did average more points than him and rebounds in him. Tell me that. Okay, so it only it's only about points and rebounds then. Okay, it's, it's nothing I'll give else. Him the assist, but everyone's not a point guard. You know what I'm saying? He had nine. Not, he had he had nine. Mike, did anybody? He, did he anyone record a triple double? Over what? Three, back to four back games. He averaged nine assists over three or four games. There's only six games in summer league. Why why are people tripping Mike, over this? I don't guy? remember the last time you recorded even five assists in one game. So don't even okay, talk about Lamar. I know what Ball. you recorded. You recorded five <laughs> five fouls and you got uh, benched. I'll tell you that right now. So yeah, I that's why I started over you. Such a Mike Lonzo Ball shot bench. is absolute garbage. I would take Caleb Ortiz's shot over Lonzo Ball's shot. That thing is absolutely <laughs> gross. Yeah, his shot is ridiculous. His shot is, is so bad. It's it's really bad. I don't know who I don't know what his dad was thinking. Let him shoot the ball Regardless. like that outside the house. Regardless, 
Kyle Kuzma should have been MVP of the Summer League. And he got finals MVP. Yeah, well, he, he should have been. League. That's even more proof as to why he should have been uh, MVP of so the Summer League. So you're saying is Kuzma better than. Um, Lonzo Ball? Yes, I'm saying that. No, 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 not that. Um, Dennis Smith Jr., you think he's better than him? You think he's better than Tatum? I think. I think, yeah. Mike. Kuzma is probably the best. <laughs> The best in the, the best to come out, yeah. I think so. I mean, so look at the success. Look at the success. He averaged the most points in summer league, twenty one point something. Um, he had like six rebounds, but he had a whole team. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Tatum he can't only get all played the in three of the games because they played in Orlando. The other games, he just sat. All right, so he should have never have come up in the conversation then. You know, like he's not he's he's not valid. Yeah. Would you guys? All right, all right let me ask you guys this. Would you guys be okay with a LeVar type of father being around you? Like, if you if you were in Lonzo's place, would you be okay? I mean, like, I feel so bad for Lonzo's. I mean, you see him when they were, I forgot which show it was on ESPN. But they were, I think it was first take. Lonzo was just chilling there. He, it's just the way his expression was like, man, I just don't want to be here. And then, like, and then LeVar's, they were so animated like, it's crazy. I feel like his kids are more embarrassed being around his dad than anything else. I think I think it goes like this. I think if Lonzo is an anxious person, then, yeah, I would be like, okay, yeah, I don't want that kind of, like, a father as in, like, LeVar uh, putting all that pressure on him. But so far, what I've seen, Lonzo doesn't get phased by the pressure, um, yeah. except for that first game, obviously, but... And who knows if that was just pressure? He could have just been a bad basketball player. Um, but Mike, he's a you know, superstar. You know what? I don't think so. He still has a lot more to prove, Steven. Get out um, of here! He's better than Melo. He is not <laughs> better than <laughs> Melo, oh, brother. <laughs> okay. Melo is trash. Melo is not Although, trash. He's in the best shape of his career. Um, and we will, and he'll show you all this season. I he'll show that. us no defense. Adam, what do you have to say I about mean, that? Is he better than Melo? No, he's not. He's not better than Melo yet, but his dad is an idiot. Adam, his dad is an idiot. Did Melo average a triple double almost in summer league? <laughs> he's playing against exactly. He's I don't playing think against so. guys that played in Turkey in Jerusalem last season. <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> he's playing against guys that are buns. They're so horrible. They're gonna go back to like Morocco and get make like ten million a year. Adam, those are high quality athletes. No, they're not, Stephen. He was playing against Jalen Brown, who Mike, was a hothead he a hot and head? A, a moron. Coming from, he talks trash to everyone. He was talking trash to LeBron, Steph Curry, Paul, Paul George, George, probably. Paul Let's George, just name probably. Them all. Let's just name them all. Why not? <laughs> He's talking trash. He's a rookie. So what, Mike? Why is he talking trash? Mike, you he need to calm, to calm down. down. Mike, you need he, to calm what down. What he needs to do is cut that hair player. too. I don't know what's happening up there. You, I need to work. You, got a, you got in a fight with a deaf player, no, Mike. He, <laughs> he can't hear. The guy couldn't he hear Mike and you were me. fighting him. <laughs> he, listen, we were beating them so bad. We were beating them so bad, he decided to truck you me after the it. game. You I deserved mean, it. You can what hear am I he supposed can. to do? I deserved it. <laughs> I did not deserve it. And Mike, it. you were fouling him all game. <laughs> Steven, you weren't even oh, there. That doesn't matter. Mike I know was you a were fouling him. High school, for sure. Listen, I don't foul. I just play good defense. <laughs> whoa, 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 Mike, Mike, Mike. Look, Rob, Rob, I tell Rob, you this. Rob, 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 Rob. You do play good defense, but you do foul a lot. Like that's facts. No, it's not. It's not facts. 
It's facts. You can ask anybody. You can ask anybody from high school. Go ask Jay. Might as well. You know what? Adam, go call Jay right now. Put him on this podcast, and he'll tell Mike. Mike was the haggishack of the team. No, that's for sure. not true. If anyone, it would be Rob. <laughs> Mr. 3,000 under 30 seconds. I did that. That, that was a problem. But the thing is, we got the job done. That's all that mattered. Got the job done. Yeah, we got the job done. You were on the bench. Mike, you, you started on the bench. You warmed up for the bench when I needed a rest. That's what you were. All right, so who started at the end of the, end of the season, though? Me? What? So did I. Mm, I beg to differ, Mike. I did. I beg to differ. You can't beg to differ. Anyways. You were there. I don't know. <laughs> What's there to beg to differ about? You were there. No, I beg to differ for that. <laughs> All right, anyways, I'll like... Lavar is making a huge influence on the NBA, and I think it's I think it's good because it brings a lot of attention to the NBA. But I think it's bad at the same time because it, it, it's a it's just a negative vibe. That's bringing to Lonzo. Hopefully, he doesn't influence in his game throughout his future and throughout the career. Because I feel like if it's too much pressure on him, he can really fold over. He'll be fine. You know why? Because he's a superstar. He's he's officially a superstar. I think he's gonna be a Derek Fisher at best. No way. Derek Fisher? Yeah. Are you really comparing Lonzo Ball to Derek Fisher, Mike? I'm Mike at the at the height of his career, Mike. I think he'll win a couple titles on a on a team. Mike. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's gonna be you know that good. Cover the cover those gums, cover those gums up, boy. <laughs> boy, Adam, you look like uh, Ryan Harrison. <laughs> you have a Ryan face Harrison. and an eagle nose. All right, I don't want to hear anything about my gums. <laughs> so true. Now that we get now that we got those things out of the way, we want to get to the part of the podcast we really want to talk about, which is the Cavaliers. Months ago, I told these guys that the Cavs were about to crumble, that they they didn't have any chemistry, which they agreed with. But now we're seeing that the Cavs are starting to disassemble. We saw uh, a report came out a couple of days ago that Kyrie Irving um, told the Cavaliers that he wants to be traded because um, he wants to be the focal point and he's tired of being with LeBron. So what do you guys think? What's your first thoughts when you hear that? I think Kyrie's selfish. Regular season, he had more points. Well, he had more shots per game than LeBron. Postseason, he had more shots per game than LeBron. And he's also... So and I, I agree with Steven. It's just like, he's, he's it, it's his. interesting how he's saying, oh, he wants his own limelight. But like, the dude has it good. You know, he's on a good team. With the Cavs, he's most likely to be going to the finals almost every year, or at least contend for it. He's going to be in the Western Conference or the Eastern Conference Finals, most likely with the Celtics. But it's just like, why, why complain about not having your own light when you have a great team? Unless like there's something going on within the team, like I don't know, unless some animosity between players or something like that but it's just it's crazy like the dude has it good he's on a great team why complain about it you know why he's complaining because his his uh favorite player and mentor is kobe bryant and uh if i'm kobe giving a youngster like Kyrie advice i'm like get out of there you need to compete with the best not be on the same team and have him carry you I mean, I disagree with you guys so saying that Kyrie's selfish because, honestly, how can you say Kyrie is selfish when LeBron was the one who hires, who pretty much hires the GM, gets the players that they want, and then he was the one that had, Dave, uh, that had David Blatt 
fired, and then had Tyron Lue hired. LeBron pretty much calls all the shots. He's, he's pretty much the coach and the, the GM and the president. So Kyrie's probably tired of LeBron calling everything for the Cavs. I know you guys see those clips on Instagram where, like, LeBron was, like, yelling at Kyrie, and Kyrie's on the bench, not even giving no emotion, just looking straight. Like, I'm, I'm, I guarantee there's multiple times <laughs> in that specific instance where, like, LeBron is yell, yelling at Kyrie for whatever reason, and Kyrie's like, you know what? Forget this, man. Like, I don't even want to hear you. Like, I guarantee you there's, there's a lot of times where that happens. But what's wrong with that? I mean, that... That's the same player Draymond Green is to Kevin Durant, to Steph Curry, to Clay Thompson. Like, you need that kind of an edge yeah, on, but your, the thing on is, your team. What the heck was that? What is that? What happened? <laughs> what the heck? Michael, what are you doing with your mic? What happened? Michael, what are you, what are you taking sound like? a dump? What is going on over there? <laughs> You sound like you sound like <laughs> you sound like you have no, like, you can you see like the mic I'm holding the, up against I'm the microphone. The mic. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, because you guys <laughs> okay, hear something different. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so where do you guys think Kyrie will go? If the he best goes fit for Kyrie is on the, the Cavs. Le- LeBron is gone after one year. That. I know. I'm just no, saying, I'm saying that I'm saying if the he Cavs goes, would be absolutely stupid to trade him. They have a guy that's in his prime right now. And we all know that if you don't have a good point guard in this league, you're not going to win. They have a solid point guard in their prime. LeBron, they've already, people have been saying that he's going to go to L.A. He has a house in L.A. and he wants to play in the West. So he only has one more year in his contract. Why would the Cavs ever trade Kyrie and keep LeBron for one year when they can trade LeBron for multiple picks and players and keep Kyrie and build around him. That doesn't make any sense. I agree with you. I think I'd love to see Kyrie go because as a Warriors fan, I was far more scared of Kyrie uh, hitting game winners and timely buckets than I was of LeBron. Um, But I don't think he's going to go. Yeah, I mean... Of course, Kyrie's clutch, but as like a complete point right, guard, I he's not even like on the level of like even John Wall. Kyrie has very like, suspect if they defense. Trade Kyrie for very, John Wall straight up, the Wizards would Worse say absolutely no. Kyrie, Ir- Kyrie Irving is the second best point guard in the league besides Russell Westbrook. Are you kidding me? Whoa! Are you, whoa! Did you just say he's the second best point guard in the league besides Russell Westbrook? I would take Steph Curry over Kyrie. He's not even better than John Wall in terms of scoring. In terms of scoring, I would he's say a, maybe. I think he's the best shooter. In terms he's of the best scoring, shooter than, than who? Dribbler. The man dribbles the a thousand times in one he's possession. The best shooter than like, who? what are you talking about? I would take if I had to choose a point guard in the league. I would take Westbrook, but second, to, I would take Irving over John Wall. Okay, no, let's, just, let's would, just pretend Steph Curry doesn't exist. But Mike, he's not. He's more of like a shooting guard. Are you kidding? Yes, honestly. <laughs> If you had to choose, oh I would goodness. take I would take Irving over Curry. No, not a chance. Mike, did you see what happened in the finals? Yeah, I saw it. What happened in the finals? Kevin this Durant, year, or you're talking Kevin about last Durant. year? This year or last oh. year? Because this past year, the, the the Warriors won, but they also had like a t- uh, two top five players. Durant carried the team. Curry w- Curry sucked half the Are game. You ki- oh my goodness, sucked. Cur- no Sucks? wait, Curry. If we if we're talking about Curry, he didn't do anything game one and game two. Seriously, go look at the stats. Curry was non-existent game, game one and two. Game Kyrie, two. not Steph Curry. Steph Curry was hooping those games. 
I yeah. realized that that Irving Irving didn't do didn't do anything the first two games, but then he came on and he carried the team. Who? For one game, he dropped like 30-something in game three, and then after in game four, he didn't do anything. I guarantee you, look up the stats, bro. Look at the stats. All right, we're going to check, the, check these out right now. Yeah, we're going to check these out. Oh, here we go. Checking the archives. Obviously, we, we take this, take this okay. part out. Game three, he had 38 <laughs> points. Yeah, that's game, what I'm saying. Game three, um, game four, he had 40. In games, game five, he had 26. He averaged 29 points Ooh. a game. Let's see what Curry <laughs> averaged. He didn't average 29 Not points a enough. game. There you go, Steven. Well, what's his plus minus? Curry averaged 26 points a game. Yeah. What about assists and rebounds? Irving average uh, Curry averaged nine point nine point four assists and eight rebounds. So he did. So he that's did. Amazing. Do, he did that's, have good assists okay, and good rebound really good. stats. That's what I'm saying. That's Curry what you need is a great league. scorer. You need no, scorers. you need a complete team. It's, it's not one on one. It's it's a team game. You need complete players. Kyrie like, isn't that. That's they why they couldn't win. But the Cavs can't just go and sign a top five player like the Warriors did. The Cavs signed like five different very key players. Darren Williams. Andrew Boga got hurt. Who They, they got that Larry... Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. Like, Mike, they got, are we comparing? They got... Are we they comparing, had all are we, the pieces. Are we comparing Andrew Boga? Andrew Boga, they scored. Are you comparing those players to Kevin Durant? Listen, here's what I'm comparing to. They had a more complete team. They had all the pieces yes. they ever needed. And they had LeBron. So I agree with you there that the Cavs, the Cavs did have a complete team. But we cannot go there that, that the Cavs pieces equal out to the Yes, play, we the can. Kevin yes, Durant. we can. Because we had holes on our team. We had no big men. We had no bench. You don't need big men. We had yeah, no big men or a bench. The game has changed now. Mike, you don't need big men. Yeah, the game has changed where, like, the big men are not that big of a factor as they used to be. You can't just say we don't need them because... If you... <laughs> yeah, because the Clippers yeah, has were, two dominant big men good. on the post, but yet they can't even get past the third round. Or second round. Yeah, second round. Listen, the Cavaliers had a complete squad. They had no, they had no holes in their squad. My point is the Warriors had significant holes that the Cavs could have exploited... But they failed to do so. They scored 50 points like, in one quarter. Warriors, that proves that they the could have played a really good holes. game and a really good series. They failed. That's on them. That's on Kevin Love. That's on Kyrie Irving. LeBron, from my, from my point of view, he did all he could. He's not that much of a leader because, you know, when it comes down to it, in the fourth quarter, he's always non-existent. And it proved again. All right, so... We saw the report coming out that there might be a three-team trade where Kyrie would go to the Knicks, Love would go to the Suns, and Melo would go to the Cavs personally, and also Eric Bledsoe would go to the Cavs. I like it. Why would, why would – do we realize now that the Cavs could have had Andrew Wiggins and they traded that for Love, and now they're going to trade Love and Kyrie to get a washed-up a washed up Carmelo Anthony? Bro, he's and, not. 
in Bledsoe, oh, that's an average point guard. I don't think Melo's done, you know? Oh. I really do not think Melo is done. Okay, so just because you see a couple of clips on Instagram, you think he's not done? Uh, for the most part, I see that he's working out, you know? And and okay. I see I All see right. him in a lot better shape than he was uh, in the USA game in the USA game, which wasn't that long ago. But he still can't play defense. Season. U- USA game. Well, <laughs> I'm talking about prior to the season. US- like we're talking about last season where he wasn't in shape, wasn't doing well. I'm talking about <laughs> he looked terrible then. Now this is a different summer. He looks a lot better this summer, is what I'm saying. So you're saying that saying last summer he wasn't working out either. I and you know, and you I'm know not going to say he wasn't working at all, out at all. But I see him in a lot better shape, and that's what I'm saying. He's you can't he's, I'm, look, Mike. I'm sorry, but you can't just justify someone's more in shape or more ready for the season just just for yeah, just because not, in IG video he puts out you know he just wasn't recording just for those 15 seconds cut. and like okay I just want to show you can everybody. see he's cut the losses he's a lot slimmer and more toned up now. And you, what? How do, you, how do you know that he's wearing like three hoodies on top of each other with his face half covered? How can you tell he's lost Why weight? <laughs> exactly. That's even more reason. That <laughs> means he's cutting down weight. What do you do when you work Mike. out? You you wear all these heavy clothes to sweat more so that you lose pounds. That's what it. That's, that's not what the he's point. doing. That's not that's the point. That's why he's wearing the hoodie. The point is that you think that he's going to be no. an amazing player next year. How can you say that? Next How year? can you say that I think that when I'm trying to tell you what I think? Mike, I'm on his Instagram page right now, and there's not one single picture in the last. I, I'm scrolling down his pictures, and I can't see one that he's in the gym. Yeah, what? You must be on the wrong page because I looked no, yesterday. According to Mike, he's he working on. out hard. He was wait, working wait, wait. out. Hold on, Mike. Hold on, Adam. He's working out hard. His insider is texting him right now and telling him that he's in the gym, putting up shots. I mean, you'll see when the season starts. I'm trying to tell you, like this guy is working. He's gonna be a so lot Mike, better. So, Mike, you think that they should trade? Ky- you think they should trade Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love for for Bledsoe and Carmelo Anthony? I think. I think it. For I think sure. it could be good for both positions. And so and, then, and so Mello. then, when LeBron leaves next year, they're going to have an average point guard, and they're going to have Carmelo, who is going to be a year older, and so it's going to be Bledsoe, Carmelo, and Tristan Thompson will be their team. Yeah, I mean that's that's on LeBron. I mean, I'm not a fan of LeBron leaving. Like, who, I couldn't care less if he leaves. Like, if he would have stayed, then they still have championship run opportunity. Is what I'm saying, but he's not going to stay. We all know that. I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason that they offered Chauncey Billups the GM job, and he said no. I agree with that. Yeah. Apparently, People, I read this article that the, that the reason that Chauncey Billups said no is because he talked to another guy that used to work for the Cavs, like some, like uh, some type of leadership organization. There, he told him that he that he shouldn't take the job. That it's that it wasn't good. Like it's not a good idea to get involved with the Cavs at this moment. So that's why he backed out. So there's something going on within the Cavs organization with LeBron, with the leadership there, that it's making players want to leave. And ultimately, that's why I guess Kyrie wants to leave as well is because he's not liking what's going on there. So as I said a couple months ago, and it's all come crystal clear, the Boston Celtics are the team to beat in the East. At the moment, yeah, I would agree. They are the team to beat. They True. Yeah, yeah especially the way the Cavs are the right only now, team there's no way to beat. 
They've got a one-way Pretty ticket to the finals. Celtics lost, uh, right lost Kelly Olynyk. I am a Celtics fan, by the way. The Celtics lost Kelly Olynyk, and they lost Avery Bradley, but they gained Gordon Hayward, which is he's probably a top 20 player in the league. And I think he's I think he's just as good, if not better, of a player than Isaiah Thomas. So we still have Jalen Brown, which he looked he looked pretty good. He looked like one of our best players in the Eastern Conference Finals. He was guarding LeBron towards the end of the series, and we still kept Marcus Smart, and we still have Al Horford, which he's he's a pretty average player on most nights, but some nights he can give you a, a pretty good game. And we have I'll Jason this, Tatum. Adam. Go ahead, go ahead, finish. And I was gonna say next year we have two picks. And this draft coming up next year is supposed to be the best big men draft in years. So we're looking pretty good. Go ahead. But the thing is that with, uh, with the <clears throat> Celtics, okay, say they make it to the finals, right? But I think at the same time, they still have to go through the Warriors. Assuming the Warriors still make the finals, uh, seeing how the West is more stacked than it was last season. But it's just I feel that. Once the Celtics get to the finals, I feel like they're going to get swept because if they oh, struggled, yeah, I mean, if they struggled with the Cavs, I mean, yes, they added Gordon Hayward, and that's going to help a lot. I do agree with that, but I think it's a much tougher challenge beating the Cavs and then trying to fight off the Warriors in the finals. There, it's 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 if the Cavs can't get it done, then it's going to be hard for the Celtics to get it done in their first year together. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I think if the if the Celtics play the Warriors, they may win one game in the finals. May win one game. But we have to realize the Celtics, like, what, four years ago, Doc Rivers left the Celtics because he said he didn't want to rebuild with the team. And Brad Stevens brought them back, and the, Cat, and the Clippers are still trying to make the playoffs every year, and they barely get out of the first round. They've only gone out of the first round, I think, once or twice since Doc Rivers has been there. Frick dang it, Steven. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Den. The Disorderly Sports Podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We're definitely going to be coming out with some other new podcasts that I think you guys are going to enjoy. So take care. We'll see you soon.